All right, we are back with another episode. You want to play around with your mic at all? Um, I think we're good. For You might be asking yourself what we're talking about. I decided to switch spots with Logan real quick just because my neck is bugging me. Plus, you know, you, you got to switch things up here and there. Yeah, I mean, if you're looking at the, if, if you're watching the video, you can see the honest, rugged setup that we described in episode one, the original. And I'm actually sitting on a piano bench now, which is what Sam typically sits on. So definitely not ergonomically friendly. This is way more comfortable. <laughs> I should have never let him take that because now he's going to want that seat more when we record, yeah. but that's fine. We'll just have to get a new seat or something. Make, I don't know, make yeah. our guests in that. A Disco Inferno, the podcast branded Ooh. seat. Ooh, I like the sound of that. Yes, sir. Can we move this whiteboard over here? Yes, we can. Beautiful. We keep a nice little whiteboard with all the notable points, but we tend to dive off into a million different directions. But that's aside from the point. Mm -hmm. Welcome back to the next episode. This is the double trouble episode in the sense that we started going off on guys being dudes. Went a little longer than expected, but that's exactly what we like over here. Yeah, I got a little carried away. So hopefully you enjoyed the the stories and the content. I certainly enjoyed experiencing them. And I certainly went a little long talking about them. Carried so now away by the look by the shine in your Wow, eyes. the king. The king. We should go to a George Strait concert. I love George Strait. Oh he, my god. He's headlining a festival down in Texas back in my semi hometown in October. Maybe maybe we make a little trip down there. I, I tell you I'm not a big concert guy. I've shared this previously on the pod, but George Strait, as long as, I mean, here's the thing. Country concerts are fine because they're not like mosh pits. I do not like mosh pits. I don't like people. Don't tell them I said that, but most of the time, a lot of people and me don't get along. See, this is great because this episode is pretty much all about what Logan just said. So, like I said, this is part two of guys being dudes. So, of course, we heard what Logan's been up to, doing the bachelor party, that whole entire thing. But what have I been doing in the meantime? You know, Logan can't be out here having just all the fun. I gotta at least do something for the podcast, you know? So, let's go back to around a week before Logan leaves for the bachelor party, okay? I'm perusing on Instagram and, you know, Massachusetts just recently reopened back up fully. And I'm a big fan of concerts, unlike Logan. I love live music. I will agree with him. Sometimes the mosh pits are annoying, but I love going to see artists. I love listening to live music. It's just always been one of my favorite things to do. So I'm always looking around like, all right, now that things are opening up, who's coming to Boston? Who's coming down on the Cape? Whatever. Who can I go see? That sounds interesting. And I was looking on the Instagrams of there's this group in Boston slash New England called Big Night. OK, and Big Night owns a bunch of different nightclubs around here. So I think they own the nightclub down at Foxwoods. They own the nightclub up here called The Grand, which is like the super bougie nightclub that Petra and Summer always hit up. And they also own Memoir, which is the nightclub inside the Golden Beacon of Hope, Encore Boston Harbor. That's trouble. So That's I was trouble. looking at all of these places and many other places because I just wanted to see what kind of talent was coming through. And lo and behold, 
big night is like we got big news coming because we are back open and we're ready to rip everywhere. I'm like, this is sick. Can't wait to see who they got lined up because before COVID hit, they had a really solid lineup of people going to all these different clubs because I'm not sure how they finagled their way into it, but they would get some like really cool and some really interesting people. And I was like, okay, cool. Can't wait to see what's happening. And then lo and behold, they send out their first little month of June. Who's coming where? I'm looking at the screen and I just say to myself, there's no way. No way. At Memoir, the Golden Beacon of Hope, on the day after Logan's birthday, 50 Cent is going to Memoir. None other than the one and only Half Dollar at Memoir, huh? Tell me that we were talking a little bit about horoscopes and stuff. Tell me that this is not stars aligning moment. Was this when Mercury came out of retrograde? Is that when this happened? I don't know. When, it must have been. I don't know. Something was in the air because you could not have drawn that up in a million years. Our podcast, Disco Inferno, the podcast, the day after Logan's birthday at the Golden Beacon of Hope. I mean, you can't make this stuff up. You can't make it up. And you know what? That's why we're going to bring the one and only author of Disco Inferno on the podcast, 50 Cent. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome fish. <laughs> I was just kidding. Sorry. That would be amazing. That that would have been (laughs) unbelievable, but no luck. God, that would have been amazing. But anyways, I text Logan immediately. I'm like, Logan, I know you don't like concerts, but buddy, this is too good to be true. Yeah. You know, this was, this was tough for me, but I'm there for comfort challenges, but this is a comfort challenge that I've already tried several times. Uh, just listen a couple episodes back about me going to Marshmallow. I don't like clubs. I it's just not for me. I couldn't. I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it. I love. I I left the dog hanging. I guess I'm not for the boys. But here's the thing. Like it's Fifty Cent, Golden Beacon of Hope. The day after your birthday, I was like, I know you don't like concerts, but you know you might have to just pull some strings here and there. But you know, I, I respect his decision not liking concerts. So I was like, I wasn't going to push it on him. It's like, okay, that's no problem. I, I appreciate that. I was, I was a little down about it, not going to lie. And I was at my house and my family's down on the Cape and my brother was next to me and I was talking to my mom. I'm like, yeah, like I really want to go. And my mom's like, oh, why don't you just ask Gus? Gus is my brother sitting right next to me. Shout out Gus. And Gus is like, Oh, this is perfect. Are you kidding me? I'm like, why? He's like, oh, I'd, I'd love to go. I'm like, okay, okay, cool. But I, I'm not sure I want to spend, it was $75. I was like, I'm not sure I want to spend $75. And uh, my mom's just like, nope, too late. Handed Gus the credit card. Gus bought three tickets. Your mom is the best. I was like, she's like, happy birthday because my birthday's coming up. She's like, have fun. I was like, okay, this is sweet. Okay. But who's coming with the third ticket? Because Gus just was like, oh, I'm buying three tickets. I was like, okay, I don't know who we're bringing, but okay. And then Gus happened to mention to me, he's like, you know, why I said this was great is because one of my good friends back when I was at prep school, my brother, he did an extra year of prep school because he was playing hockey. This is another stars aligning moment. He walks into this kid's dorm room the first day. He looks on this kid's wall and what does this kid have? He has a poster of Get Rich or Die Trying on his wall. Wow. 
What an album too, huh? Oh, the best. God, I used to rip that in the gym back st- in high school. I still rip it. It's so oh, good. Yeah. And Gus is like, this kid's name, I'm going to call him Cheese because that's what we call him. Okay. He's like, Cheese is 50 Cent's biggest fan. I'm like, stop it. You're lying. He's like, dude, I'm calling him right now. I just bought the ticket because I know he'll drop everything that he's doing just to come see 50 Cent. So what does he do? He calls Cheese. He's like, hey, what are you doing next Friday? He's like, uh, I might have some plans. Might do this, might do that. He's like, I just bought 50 Cent tick, fifty cent concert tickets. You coming? He's like, am I coming? Of course I'm going to come. You kidding me? He dropped everything. Everything. Blocked off his schedule. Was like, I'm coming. Immediately, like 30 seconds later, Gus goes on Snapchat. He posts on his story a screenshot of him listening to Get Rich or Die Trying. And he tagged my brother like, can't wait for next Friday at Gus. I'm like, all right. This is dope. We're, we're doing this, okay? So this happened. This was while Logan was in the weekend that Logan was doing his bachelor party, okay? That's when we bought the tickets. It actually worked out pretty perfectly, seeing that you were sick. So, you know. Yeah, I actually wouldn't probably would have been a bad idea for me to go to that anyways. But it was like leading up to the 50 Cent concert. You know, for some reason, we got put in the self-help category for or podcasts on Spotify. So here's my little self-help knowledge for the day. You should go throughout life not really setting expectations of things in the future. You know, you should take things in the moment, day by day. Try not to get your hopes up too high because the second you start creating expectations, you know, it's going to lead to probably, most likely, your expectations not being met. Just kind of go with the flow, okay? But I would be lying. If I were to say that I was not excited because I was so hyped up to go see 50 cent, like I, the anticipation was killing me all week. And this was something that was really interesting. Like leading up to that week, I was telling a lot of different people. My brother was telling a lot of different people that we were going to see 50 cent or they'd be like, yo, Sam, like what you doing this weekend? Or Gus, like what's the move tonight? And not just like people our age, like people, we both work at the golf course. So we're talking with members that are like, you know, older. People that were like 50 plus years old, people that were our age, every single person that we told we were going to 50 Cent concert was like, yo, that sounds awesome. You know, you might say it to some people that you're going to a concert like, oh, I'm going to Ed Sheeran or something. Oh, that that's pretty cool. Nice. Have fun. I'm going to go see. I don't know. I'm trying to think of someone that's not an absolute legend, but. Their only legends are coming to my mind. I'll just say like Polly D because he was going to memoir like a couple days later. Oh, I'm going to see Polly D. Oh, that's cool. We had literally like 30 year olds, 40 year olds and 50 year olds being like, yo, that is sick. Like (laughs) every single person we talked to was like, that is unreal. Like have a blast because it's not every day that you get to go see 50 Cent. It's also coming, you know, right out of like the world just started opening back up. So like. People are like pretty hyped to get back out, you know? Yeah. So vibes are, anticipation is high right now. Yeah. Yeah. And 50 Cent has great vibes. Everybody knows that. Yeah. I mean, come on. You have to know that. So the concert was on a Friday and I'll start at the beginning of the day, okay? The workday itself was crazy from the start in a bad way. So I get there. All the systems at the entire place are down. So the computer systems are down. I walk in. They're like, Sam, this is a nightmare. I'm like, oh, God, you're kidding me. So we're trying to 
figure out the situation with that. You know, people are coming in, they're mad, they're giving us a hard time. Meanwhile, my brother, Gus, he's upstairs fixing people with carts and stuff. I guess there was this big bag of beer (laughs) and he put it in a person's cart and then um, they took the cart or at least he thought he took the cart. And then this person comes up. He's like, hey, like I had this huge bag of beer right here. Do you know where it went? Gus is like, oh, no, like I put it in a cart. Where did the cart go? Like, we don't know what's going on. So immediately Gus and this other kid that he was working with come down. They're like, Sam and one of our co-workers, we got a big problem. And, you know, the systems are already down and I'm already thinking the worst. Like, oh, my God, like someone got hit by a golf cart. Like, what's going on? They're like, we put someone's beer in a cart. And it's not there. I'm like, all right, that's that's not that big of a deal. But they thought it was like a huge deal. Um, lo and behold, we went out searching cart by cur- cart. Who could have had the cart full of beer? They're like, oh no, like it, we didn't we didn't have any beer in the cart. Pulls back up. They look in the cooler. The beer's in the cart. They're like, oh, we just thought those were for us. It's like, okay, yep, classic. Cla- we, oh, these aren't for us. Yeah, I didn't yeah. know. Anyways, Gus was struggling with the beer. I was struggling with all the systems being down, not being able to process credit cards and whatnot, dealing with angry people. But we got that all situated. And then 8 p.m. I don't get out until 8 p.m. Okay. On Friday, Saturday, whenever. So I go home. I tell Gus, I'm like, Gus, like we got to get moving because the doors open at 10 p.m. But I don't know what time 50 is coming on, to be quite honest. I know that it's at a club, so it'd probably be later, but just to be safe, you know, I don't want to be pushing this thing to the last minute. So I'm like, all right, Gus, we got to, we got to get moving. <laughs> I get there. We get there at like 7.50 at my house. I'm ready to go by 8.05. 8.10 comes along. Gus is still not outside. 8.15 comes along. Gus is still not outside. 8.20 comes along. I call him. I'm like, Gus, what's going on? Like, hurry up get it together he's like i can't find my my dress shoes because i was i'm not sure how bougie this place is i'm not sure if they're gonna kick him out if he's wearing sneakers or whatever i'm like gus you had literally all week to get this together why are you doing this right now so i was kind of getting into it with him eventually i was just like you know what screw it just let's go like we can't waste any more time because what we were gonna do we bought a hotel for the night because we were probably not getting out until 2 or 3 a.m so we were going to meet Cheese at the hotel, but I wanted to make sure that we weren't like being an inconvenience to Cheese, whatever. So I, I was kind of mad at Gus. He was pretty mad at me for yelling at him for to get his crap together. But this all sounds like this whole day sounds like a minor setback for major comeback. Kind of. It was leading up to a dumpster fire of a night. I'll put it that way. Yeah. From the looks of it. Yeah. We were talking about green lights, yellow lights. We were hitting red lights all day long. Okay. You never like catching the stoplights. Not good. But finally, 840 comes around. We're hitting the road. We're going up to the hotel. And we got a hotel up in Somerville. Pretty nice hotel. We meet Cheese there. And we pretty much just do a quick little check into the room. Drop the bags off. We got to get moving. Because it's getting close to 10 o'clock. And we want to make sure that we're not missing 50 cent. Potentially the biggest night of our lives. You know, not a big deal. So we head over to the one and only Golden Beacon of Hope. And let me tell you, it was shining nice that night. Like you're driving by, you're like, wow, it's hitting different. It does it does look like immaculate from from what is that? 93 is the highway that runs yeah. along it. I mean, they they set this place up. Look it up if you haven't ever seen a picture of it. It looks great. During the day, it looks cool, but during the night, it's 
awesome. It's just glimmering. Oh yeah. And cheese has never been there. So he's like, yo, like this, this is pretty dope. So we drive in and earlier in the day, one of my buddies from when I was doing blackjack dealer class at Encore texted me was like, Hey, like when are you going to start working here? I'm like, I don't know. They're like, well, I'm working. I'm like, are you working tonight? They're like, yeah. I'm like, oh, I'm going to come say hi. Like, heck yes, I'm going to come see you. I happen to be going to 50 Cent. They're like, oh, no way. Like, stop on by to my table. I'm I'm dealing Spanish 21 all night. So immediately we get there. I'm like, boys, before we go in, I just got to go say hi to a couple people. You know, got to make my presence known. Got to let the homies know that I'm back. And this place was bumping. So, I mean, Encore was bumping even during COVID. It was like another level this night. And like Logan was saying, $50 table minimums everywhere. Every seat taken. Like people were playing big. So the place was packed. It was big enough to the point where I found the table that my friend was at. And she looked so busy that I just waved to her and was like, I'll come back later in the night. Maybe if I'm feeling good, I'll play. If not, have a good night. So we do that. And then we immediately, you know, cheese and Gus at this point. I was the designated driver, and of course, you know, I don't really drink at all. So I told the boys, have fun, okay? So they get there. There are already a few drinks in. They're like, let's get after it. And um, they're like, you know, we got to get the ball rolling. Let's hit the slots. Terrible idea. <laughs> Horrible Terrible idea. idea. So we go hit the slots. I put $2 in, lose it. Cheese puts $20 in, loses like 10 instantly, but then he wins what he thought was big. Because it was like, you know, spewing fireworks. It was doing the whole bell ring and all that stuff. He ended up only winning $9 off that. So he was like, he's at $19 when he put $20 in. So he was down $1 on the night. But he felt good from all the bells and whistles and everything. So we felt good. We At this point in time, we could already hear the club bumping. It was probably like 1030, 1045. We're like, all right, we got to make a move over there. So we go over up to the club. We get into the line and... <laughs> We were, there was nobody in line except for one couple in front of us. And we probably waited like 25 minutes because this couple brought like, I don't know what they brought for identification, but the like people, the bouncers, I guess you would say the bouncers were looking at these IDs like, what are these? So like the bouncer literally took it to another bouncer who then took it to another bouncer who then took it to a manager who then took it to something else, eventually coming back. These people were definitely foreign as well. And they're like, yeah, like we can't accept these as identification. Sorry. Because, you know, in a club setting, they just want to make sure everyone's 21. You know, you don't want to like mess up, you know, serving people underage and whatever, especially at a casino. Like that's bad news if you get caught yeah, doing that. that. Is, so yeah, not good. they were taking this stuff very seriously. The odd Russian couple got denied, unfortunately. They missed, missed out, but probably the, passport copies they, the foreigners I think that's do that what they were. yeah and it's yeah. like we we used to have a couple of friends who they were foreign and they just made copies but they dropped in a different number on the copy like i didn't know about this i don't even yeah. know who you're talking about i'll share it was uh he was a teammate of ours for a brief stint before oh he, yeah before I, he decided he just didn't feel like golf <laughs> <laughs> an absolute legend in his own right though. oh yeah love that kid and <laughs> that's definitely what these people had for sure. Yep. And eventually, so we get through, bam, we're into Encore. Now I walk in immediately, immediate thoughts on Encore as a whole. 
because I'm not a club goer. I've only been to two clubs in my entire life. One was the night me and Logan went to Royale way back in the day. The other one was when we were in the Bahamas, which I don't really count that as a club night because we were just filled with people from our school. Yeah. That doesn't really count. It was in a club setting, but uh, it was not like a club night for me. Okay. So this is like only the second true club night that I've been to. In terms of a club itself, I mean, it's brand new. I've never been to the Grand. I'd assume it's probably pretty similar to the Grand. A lot tinier than I expected, to be quite honest. But interesting setup. They got a huge bar in the back, which is pretty nice. Um, They got like the bottle service areas, of course. They got this little upstairs area as well. This ginormous screen behind the DJ booth. That's kind of sick. Um, it's pretty, I'd assume it'd be pretty close to like what you'd find in Vegas if I had to take a guess, maybe not to the Vegas extreme. Yeah. That would make sense though. Cause I think it's, isn't it owned by Wynn? Yeah. It's owned yeah, by yeah, Wynn. Yeah. The, uh, the encore is owned by Wynn and they Vegas have a casino. bunch of Vegas casinos. So I think they were trying to bring Vegas to the East coast Yeah, for a little taste of Vegas, I guess. Yeah. 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 So yeah. In term, but the vibe, it was kind of like a interesting vibe at first of course the place wasn't already packed or anything like that because people were still rolling in and whatnot but it just felt kind of like i don't know if all clubs feel like this but it it just like felt like an odd scenario don't know how else to put it anyways so cheese and gus are like all right we got to get the drinks flowing because 50 could be coming out at any second we don't know what's going to happen so they immediately go to the bar we're walking over there and they find a kid that they went to prep school with and this kid, let me tell you, he was weird. <laughs> like, this kid had a, he had a mustache. He could have been on copious amount of things that you're not supposed to. He looked like he was out of it. And I was talking to my brother about it. I'm like, this kid's bad news. And my brother's like, yeah, he seems like bad news. Like, let's try to not be around him. And he brought his friends, too. And his friends were even weirder. I'm all for doing you do you, bro. But it was just like... Yeah. uncomfortable you can do you just as if you're really doing you like that then just don't bother me <laughs> and they were they were talking Yikes. to cheese and gus they're like oh my god like we got a room here you guys gotta come back to the room let's go baby full send yes sir let's go and my my brother and cheese are just like they're just like okay <laughs> <laughs> yeah wow that's that's interesting this kid had uh, like this blonde mustache too wow was, oh i'm all for the mustaches that's a but move. yeah should it, we it, grow stashes Actually, this morning I shaved. Ugh. I shaved everything but the mustache. I was very much contemplating keeping it for today. I I don't grow it that well, but I did do a little dirty stash during uh, quarantine. Mine grows in blonde and red, so it looks really weird. Wow, that sounds great. You know, all right. If if any ladies want to get a feel of the caterpillar above my lip, just let me know. <laughs> jeez, wow. I, I I actually no, I I don't go. I'm not that easy, people. You already know that. I can confirm. It's pretty gross, though, to put it in perspective. But it's a move. It, it's a power move. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, if you have the confidence to walk around with sta- like, like a full stash, I mean, no one's doing that anymore. If I had that with my long hair, oof. You, you could have fit. If you had the long hair and the stash... You could fit in with the Midland boys up on stage. Oh, yeah. That's the kind of the look I was going for when I had the long hair. Yeah. It would, it would I, have been great. For the listeners, I think in an alternative universe, I think Sam is a rock star, long hair, stash, 
just getting after it up on stage. I completely agree. Yeah, 100%. At least that's what I'm trying to go for, but I guess I haven't found myself yet. You know, maybe it's not an alternative universe. Maybe it's just we haven't gotten to that point in your life yet. Maybe. You never know. Stay tuned. Got to grow the hair out again, though, for sure. Yep, that takes time. So you've got plenty of time to practice on the uh, the stage Anyways, performance. Yeah, so we uh, were in there. They're still talking to this guy. And just to get it kind of like a lay of the crowd, because I wasn't sure what the crowd was going to be like at a 50 cent concert, right? A lot of people that looked like they were fresh out of college and went to prep school. A lot of people that looked like they were 50 year old potential drug dealers or 50 year old potential uh, steroid heads, I guess the word would be. Wow. Gym rats? Gym rats. I wouldn't even... I'd, well, gy- I, yeah, I guess that's unfair to gym they're, rats. They're wearing... They, they got like those bubbly muscles everywhere. They're usually bald, but have this ginormous like beard on them. And they're wearing like these skin tight Ed Hardy shirts. You know what I mean? Does that make any sense? They're wearing true, true religion jeans. To be honest with you, I'm not sure I'm familiar with the demographic. If you saw one, you'd know what I mean. Okay. So, Interesting. There were, there were a lot of those in there, and um, weren't that many ladies. There were a lot of guys in there, which makes sense. You know, I can't really see people, ladies ripping 50 cent that often, but I mean, it's 50 cent. You gotta. I, don't, I mean, the club usually, there's a lot of girls that really like the club. This is true. You know? This is true. Like, they don't, a lot of times they don't even care, like, who they're going to see. It's just like a night at the club, you know, grab the friends and let's go. I'll put it this way, too. I mean- I was standing in there. Once again, I'm completely sober in a nightclub. And that'll, I'll continue to explain this throughout the entire night. That sounds so terrifying to me. Oh my goodness. But I was looking around at these people. These people thought they were so cool. And they were all the biggest dorks I have ever seen on the entire planet. And that's coming from me. Like a one dork. That says a lot. It does. it does say a lot. I was I was looking around. I'm like, these people really think they're like that cool. Like they're that guy. Trust me. You're not that guy. You're not that guy. You're not that guy. Okay. I haven't even seen those TikToks. Is it TikTok? Yeah. I'll, I'll show you. It's you're good. not that guy. You're not that okay. guy, pal. Yeah. You're going to have to send those to me. But it, <laughs> I was just standing there. I'm like, this is the weirdest crowd I've ever seen. But anyways, I was still doing me. Okay. And, um, yeah, so we were standing there waiting for 50 cent by this point, it's like 1130. Okay. And the DJs are on the DJs were horrible. I mean, horrendous. I don't know who these DJs were. I need to look them up and put them on blast. Nothing, but I wish nothing but peace, love and prosperity to you, but you got to step your game up because it was horrendous. I asked my brother, I'm like, is the DJ really as bad as I think he is? And he's like, this is the worst DJ experience I've ever heard. Like this guy, he could not stay on beat. Like he was playing songs that were just terrible. He was playing Astronaut in the Ocean, for those that know what that is, in the club. Who's that by? His name's like Masked Wolf or something like that. Okay. I I don't know. I'm just going to, I'll look it up later. He makes Eminem seem not corny. That's, <laughs> that's fascinating. Okay. Okay. We'll get to that. I mean,. <laughs> this dj he was so bad i mean well so there were two djs actually there was one dj beforehand she was like she wasn't great but she wasn't terrible this dj that was like before 50 and was actually the dj while 50 was up there oh so 
bad. It was gross. Uh, that's the, I would actually expect more, you know, I mean, 50, I would think he's out there doing it right, you know? I, it's probably not his own DJ. I think it's just a DJ that, like, goes through the Boston clubs. Well, then they're going to have to work on that. I was thinking to myself, I'm like, if this is all it takes to be a DJ, I should be DJing right now because I could do so much better. Wow. That would be something. Yeah, I'm, put, be I'm something. putting this guy on blast because it was not great. I tell you what, I hope, I hope the people, however, whoever hires these people i hope they hear the podcast i hope they get the feedback and uh i'm not trying to be mean or anything either i'm just saying it how it is for a 50 cent concert or just any sort of like club appearance not a great dj like i we bash a lot on wild rover wild rover has had way better djs than whoever was djing this night you know it might be a harsh criticism but they're not going to get better if they don't hear it so true they should embrace this. So a lot of people were, maybe it was all a ploy to get people drinking so that they could, you know, enjoy it a little more. The, the bad DJ experience. Yeah. Maybe they're playing chess and we're just not picking up on it. They, they might be. But honestly. it doesn't sound like it though. I'll come back to the DJ in one second. So it's getting like two and a half ish, three hours in and we're like, all right, where's 50? Like, is he going to no show? You never know with rappers. Like it's a club appearance. You don't know if they're even going to show up. They might show up for five minutes and leave. So the anticipation's brewing. Everyone's kind of like, all right, 50, we need you. Like come be our Lord and savior from whatever's going on right now. And people are getting, getting pretty drunk by this point to the point where like, there's this one kid that was with that group of weirdos. He, I was looking in this guy's eyes and it was lights on nobody home. And he would keep putting his elbow on my shoulder. I would keep knocking it off and then immediately put it back on, knock it off, immediately put it back on. Then I moved. He would start doing that to my brother, knock it off, put it back on. Same thing. And then he started doing this to this like guy that was with his girlfriend and he was dancing with his girlfriend. And the guy was like, hey, guys, like you got to get your buddy to get off me or like or else. And I'm like, dude, this guy is not our buddy. Like, (laughs) (laughs) I do not care what I do not care. Like if whatever you're thinking about doing to this guy, I have no association with this kid. So this all feeds into why I don't like these club nights and, and you got people doing weird stuff in there. And this is when it comes down to being completely sober because I was fully aware of everything that was going on and people like, once again, I was looking at these people. I'm like, these people are dorks. Like, what are they doing? If they could see how bad they looked right now, I guarantee that they would not have gone that many drinks in. Well, I just hope yeah. they were having a good time. But like this kid, like he was just getting on my nerves. I was like, kid, like, you need to go home. Like, you can't be here. I was scared he was going to start throwing up on my shoes or something like that. And there were a lot of those people there. There's always so many of them at the clubs. Like, one, get away from me. Two, <sighs> you you can't even walk in, like, a moderately straight line. Like, I just... Oh, it my just, God. And like, it just doesn't do it for me. And, like, people smelled so bad, dude. I swear no one knows how to wear deodorant. And then... um it was just getting hot and sweaty in the club, dude. Oh my! I could smell the. Hey, people live for that. I oh. could. I could smell the mildew <laughs> oh, rising from people's shoes. That's like, disgusting. Uh, and and then no one's you know no more COVID, so to say. People are like breathing in each other's like mouths. I swear nobody brushed their teeth all quarantine. Like oh my god, being sober in a nightclub is not the move. Tell you what, and this comes from a non-drinker. <laughs> yeah, I mean. This is just affirming my decision to not go. So, 
I, I feel good about my decision. You right now. you would have been miserable because I would have hated it. I'm very much a positive person. Like you, you know that thing. I'm not sure if you know it, but Tony Robbins has that thing where like you, you look around your room. You can do this right now. Look for everything that's red. So like in here, you know, there's red on this bed sheet. There's red on Logan's shirt. There's a red sweatshirt over there. Do that for 30 seconds. Okay, great. Wait like 10 seconds. Now name me everything in this room that's brown. Like Tony Robbins has this thing like, you know, what you're aware of is not necessarily like what the perception actually is. You know, you could right. be thinking too much about a situation when there's so much more to it that you didn't even experience. Well, I feel like, you know, most of the time I'm pretty open. I'm like, okay, that wasn't that bad, but I was not having a great time at this point because I, people are just getting on my nerves. Like they were gross. Like 50 hadn't come on yet. I was like, all right, 50, let's go. Like I, I need to see you. So, but eventually, guess what time it hits? 1230 AM. All is, just botch that. Sorry. All of a sudden you see the bottle girls, the lights start going. They got the signs and they're bringing all these bottles out. I'm like, oh boy, what's going on? And then all of a sudden you see from the side, all these people start pulling their phones out and people are going bananas. And then out emerges the one and only 50 cent the man he's wearing like this white t-shirt with this denim jacket over and he's wearing a boston red Sox hat i mean wow power move he wasn't he wasn't wearing the mink coat yeah unfortunately no but he looked unreal i was like for him wow He's he's literally right there. Like me, Gus, and Cheese were literally like, it's 50 Cent. He's right there. This isn't real life. He's right there. That's so sick. You know what's crazy, though? Like, all these people were going bananas. It fascinates me, like, the whole concept of celebrity and whatnot. Like, these people are literally, they're going crazy for another human being. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. It's just, like, a weird dynamic. But I was all for it because, I mean, 50 Cent is 50 Cent. It's, it's 50. He's like a mythical creature. Yeah, dude. He's the god among men. <laughs> he's a beast. He's been shot nine times. What thinks he's going to... I mean, he's built different, you know? So anyways, he's at the front of the stage. And then there's this like little bottle service area right next to the DJ booth. And 50 has two alcohol brands right now. One is called Branson. And then the other is called, like, I think it's Lechumin du Roy. That's quite a mouthful. One's a cognac. Is that cognac? Co- cognac. Cognac. Yep. I, I cannot say that word. I could see that. Yeah. So that's what Branson is, and then the other one is champagne. So all of a sudden, the bottle girls are bringing out the Branson signs and the Lechumin de Roy signs. There's this one bottle service girl. By the way, all the bottle service girls there are gorgeous. That does not surprise me. Shout at out all. to Memoir because they are all beautiful. It's crazy. Wow. Um. So they're bringing out the bottle service. They got this one bottle service girl on a surfboard and they're throwing the surfboard up and down. And this girl is literally just flying in the air with this bottle of Branson and 50's just standing there. He's like, yeah. But to go back to how bad the DJ is, 50's coming out and he's playing scary monsters and nice sprites by Skrillex. It's like, wow. I like Skrillex. I like that song. 50 Cent is coming out. Why are you playing that? Yeah, that does not that. I that's weird. That's it's just very weird. weird. That's weird. I don't really have much more to say. That's weird. I would feel weird. It, it was weird. That's what I'm saying. Oh. DJ didn't know what he was doing. So, anyways, 50s over there. He's in his little area. And before I 
really dive into 50. I got to make note of that. At this point, I looked to my right. So I was kind of in the back of the general admission section. And it's a tiny club. Like I said, it only holds about like 650 people. And I looked to my right and there's this guy, one of the kind of like very jacked, swole guys that I was talking about. Mm -hmm. There's this other guy, big guy, huge beard, like down to his waist, red beard with red cornrows. I was looking at this guy and I was telling my brother and cheese, I'm like, what do you think this guy does for a living? Because I have no idea. I I wonder that a lot. You know, you like see people and you'd be like, like in the setting that you see them in and you're like, what do you think they like do on a regular uh, basis? I have no idea. Like this it's guy amazing. was a mystery. I was very curious that he was in bottle service. So of course I wasn't going to figure it out because they got that place locked in. Yeah. I mean, he's probably doing something right. You know, who knows? You would think. And then he was next to one of those like big, big, uh, juiced out guys. And I see this girl walking by and going to the big juiced out guy. And I had to take a double take real quick. And I was like, I think I know this girl. I keep looking over. I'm like, it's, it really looks like this person, but I'm not sure. And then I'm like, I'm like looking at her like closer and closer. And then this girl has like this one like freckle in one area. And I was like, this is 100% who this girl is. And it's this girl that we went to school with back in the day in college. And let me tell you, like, I don't crush on a lot of people, but I, I crush pretty hard on this girl. Oh my God. He's, he's very much underselling. It, so obviously I was tight with Sam for all of our time in co- all four years in college. Sam really never mentioned being interested in any girls. This girl was probably like the only one that came. She came up probably every year and it was like, Sam was like, I would drop everything and date her right now if she would give me the time of day. She is gorgeous. Like she really is even better. Sam mentioned his, uh, on the Petra and Summer episode, uh, he gave some insights into his preferences on looks. If you recall, white brunette girls are at the bottom of the list. Sam, would you like to describe this girl? I was literally just about to bring this up because <laughs> she is a white brunette girl. I mean, talk about like curveball. I mean, this girl, I mean, she's she's beautiful. She is very good looking. I would no other way to put it. And especially like where we went to school, like it, she, she was different among a lot of the girls. Yeah. That's a fair statement. And she's kind of like Logan. Like we couldn't find her. She's a ghost. She was a ghost. You you would see her. I don't think we really, I don't know if people were really able to find her on like social media and stuff. I didn't have any classes with her. We would see her. Like, I think she lived in the same building as us. I was in a group project with her. Right. But like yeah. after that, like how often did you see her? Not often at all. That's what I'm saying. Like I, I didn't like, even know like she went to school with us until I got a, randomly assigned to a project with her. Right. And like Sam would like be like, have you have you seen this girl? Like, do you know who she is? And I would be like, I've never heard of this girl <laughs> and or I would, seen her in my entire life. I would try to explain her to like our friends and I was, they would be like, is this person real? Are you hallucinating? Like, yeah, they're like, that doesn't seem right. I don't think you're finding her here. And I think she even lived in our building like sophomore year. Yeah, she and did. Same building, never saw her. Yeah, she's a ghost. Ghost. She's Probably. just riding under the radar. Yeah. Good for her. Anyways, I mean, I I saw her and I was, I'm not sure if she saw me or not. 
but I was like, I, this is, and then I see her making a beeline over to this guy. I'm like, oh, I'm not going to say her name, but I'm like, in my head, I'm like, you can't be doing this. Like, you just can't. And then all of a sudden I see her over there. She's like hugging this guy, like dancing with him. I'm just like, oh, honey, what are you doing? You, I, I, Who knows? Maybe this guy's loaded. Maybe he's super nice. I don't want to put anything against this guy, but like this guy has to be 55 and over also. I have to point that out as well. Interesting. Sugar daddy. But, man, it it was tough seeing her in that situation. I think Sam texted me once he realized when he was at the club and he was like, you're not going to believe this. And it was like a quick text because obviously he was at the club and, you know, 50 was out. But like, or it might have been the next day. I I can't remember. It was definitely at the club. Yeah, I definitely texted you. I think think you were distraught. Like, you're like, I can't believe I'm seeing this. Like. I just don't know. I'm speechless. And I was like, God, I, you know, I wish I could give words that would help you here, but that's just, that's unfortunate. It is unfortunate to see, you know, she just doesn't realize, you know, maybe, maybe this guy's loaded. Maybe he's not, you know, but little does she know you're, you're still right here waiting, you know? Hey, if she's dating him, I just hope that he treats her well and that they, you know, that they're dating each other for the right reasons. You know, if she ever, you know, if she ever realizes what she's been missing out on with you sitting right here, I mean, she's going to be upset. So, well, I'm officially on the, she better find a friend because, you know, that would be an episode, huh? <laughs> wow. Bring her on the podcast. I wonder if she, I'm very curious if she saw me or if she like recognize me you know what i mean because i definitely caught her like i i looked over and i had to do a double take i'm like i I know this person yeah i mean i don't know you 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 would have be a better judge like did did you guys make eye contact i I don't think we did make eye contact yeah but anyways she seemed like she was preoccupied oh yeah definitely so it was it was interesting though because that's one person that i never thought i would see again and that was probably the last place i would have ever thought to see her yeah especially after her being like a ghost on campus you know bottle service at memoir with the dude with the red cornrows and mr mr muscles life is full of surprises <laughs> so anyways yeah so i saw that i had to make note of that just just to have it oh by the way also speaking of the crowd there were even people in wheelchairs there getting after it i listen 50 who who doesn't love 50 i know that's you i know? mean it was unreal like cheese was like Look, he's like looking up. He's like, yo, look at that. Look how lit that is. I'm like, what am I looking for? And then I see this girl getting after it in a wheelchair. I'm like, yo, that is so dope. That's sick. I've actually never seen that before. And then eventually she came down and they were, they like pushed her to the front so that she could meet 50. So no way. There's probably a video of 50, like handing her a bottle of Branson. That's awesome. Shout out 50, huh? Yeah. 50 a, he gets it. He's a man of the people. Man of the people caters to to everyone clearly he's got appeal to a wide variety you know oh yeah of demographics and that's awesome that's actually cool to hear i, I didn't know that yeah so it, it was dope and then um so he was still in bottle service for like 30 minutes so it's reaching 1 a.m and he hasn't done anything so i'm like oh okay like is he even gonna do anything or is he is this literally just a club appearance where he just shows up which you know would be fine but if he had a better dj it would even be better but true I wanted to at least see 50 do some songs, okay? And then all of a sudden, the DJ turns the music down real quick. The lights kind of dim. He gets up on there right where that center console is, grabs the mic, and then he starts getting after it. 
He starts with this one song that I don't even know. I think it's one of his newer songs, but I mean, people are going crazy. Like <laughs> everyone had been waiting for so long and he sounded incredible. Like I was, I thought he was lip singing and then he would like go off of the song for a little bit and like talk to the crowd. He sounded so good. I was so surprised. He sounded exactly like he did. Wow. I mean, and so how old is he now? Right. Cause he was, I mean, get rich or die trying was what? Like, Oh, Four, he was like oh three oh four ish yeah. yeah i think it was oh four i'm thinking oh four oh six but i think it was on the earlier side i mean that was when he was like that was like when he came big right yeah. so like 2000s i mean he's got what is he like in his 40s he's got to be yeah i mean so he's been around a long time yeah to sound that good especially you know good I love to hear that. So That's he, sick. It he, gives me gives me goosebumps. So the first song, like I didn't really know, but everyone was just like, this is so dope. Like 50 is up there. He's doing his thing. And you know how there's some people out there where you just look at them and you know that they have this like aura about them. He's one of those people. There's probably no one else on this planet that I've been in a room with. That's cooler than 50 cent. Yeah. I, yeah. 50. I mean, he, it's his presence, dude. I, I don't know how exactly he's done it, but he's built that like reputation and, it seems like he just lives up to it. You oh, know? yeah. And then immediately after that, all I hear is... What was that? Oh, what? What the... <laughs> and then you hear the little... Ding, ding, ding. <laughs> many men. Many Which is my favorite 50 Cent song. Really? Oh, wow. yeah. Wow. He starts getting into many men and it was many like everyone was going crazy. Me. I mean, oh my God. Like, many men is sick. He, he was getting after it. I mean, it was like probably like one of the top concert moments I've had being able to listen to that song, probably just because of how much I love that song. But I mean, that's a great, and this is kind of a weird side note here, but like, so a lot of rappers you know, are, are like, they rap about, you know, gang related, you know, things, guns, violence, drugs, et cetera, et cetera. I think a lot of them probably do have experiences of that stuff in their life. When fifties like raps about that stuff, like it's authentic. I mean, that man like actually was shot. Oh yeah. Like, like he sings, he's, there's a couple verses. I actually can't remember which song is off the top of the head, but like where he literally is talking about, you know, taking a bullet. And it's like, okay, like that's authenticity is a rare thing. God, my favorite line in many, got it. my favorite line in many men is because he got hit like I got hit and he ain't effing breathing. Oh, I mean, oh, that hits hard. I love that line so much. Um, anyways, so he went into many men. I was like, cheese was just in heaven at this point. I mean, he was floating on a cloud. He was so happy. And the song choices were pretty interesting. So he went that he went many men um after that he went into what up gangsta wow what up thug yeah <laughs> what up cuz people were going wild what up thug um what up gangsta <laughs> <laughs> so he went into that what was the song he did after that um if i can't oh if i can't do it, homie. It can't be done. And I mean, I'm gonna let the champagne. Oh, so actually, this is what I was saying. Okay, so Sam recently, so, uh, sorry, another sidetrack. Sam recently got me into Pop Smoke. 
my brother also got me into pop smoke a little bit so my brother gave me like the first like tidbit intro um when we were actually down in north carolina and then sam gave a song rack the other day and it was a pop smoke song i listened i was like wow you know this guy actually he's got it and so i started listening to a lot of pop smoke and if i can't he that's uh hotel lobby Mm. he like samples off of if i can't bro i i love pop smoke i god r.i.p i was gonna buy tickets to a pop smoke concert then later that week you know tragic r.i.p r.i.p cannot say pop and forget the smoke Woo! i love pop smoke i love pop smoke i'm gonna say it again i love pop smoke i even told logan like a while ago i was like yo you gotta check out pop smoke he reminds me of 50 cent yeah, you did say that, and I did not. Some a, a lot of times people tell me to listen to various new music, and I'll be like, yeah, I should do that, and then I forget about it, and that was one of those times, but it came back around, and that's for the better. 50 was boys with Pop Smoke, by the way. I Well, I think that's why, I mean, he he like samples off 50, like he uses 50s like choruses and stuff in a lot of his songs, but like, I think my brother used the word interpolates, <laughs> and I was like, wow, that's a good word. Um <laughs> But yeah, so he he pulls Fifty in on a bunch of stuff. He oh, actually, I think Fifty was featured in some of his songs. He Fifty executive produced his posthumous album. If that's not a true stamp of approval from Fifty, I don't know what is. Oh yeah, has my stamp of approval too, but that doesn't matter that much. Facts. Well, I mean, it does matter, but I continuing. appreciate that. So he did. If I can't, then after that, he went P I M P. Oh, I was going to ask if he was going to do that one. What a song. Oh, yeah. People were loving it. Um, After that, he did... What was the next one after that? Candy Shop. Oh, Candy Shop is a classic. First, he got up there. He's like... (laughs) Before Candy Shop came on, he's like, I'm up here. I'm not even breaking a sweat. This is too easy. He's like, they pay me all this money to come up here and I'm not breaking a sweat too easy that he br- brings the owner of the club up and he's got this guy in a headlock, like, like hugging him in a no headlock. And he's like, way. this man right here, he paid me so much money to come up here. And he's like, I, he's like, this is easy money, easy money. Like it was awesome. And then he's like, all right. He's like, I'm, I want nothing but number one hits right now. Number one hits. That's it. And then the DJ, you know, you hear the. And then everyone is just going crazy. Everyone's vibing, you know. It is awesome. So he's doing candy shop. And then he finished off with 21 questions. Wow. Yeah. Really? Yeah. It was sick. Uh, that's that's a that's like that's actually probably one of my favorites. It was Loved good. Everyone was, everyone was vibing, you know. I love it like a fat kid love cake. I don't know what to say. If I flip burgers at Burger King, <laughs> you still tell your friend that you're feeling me. It's a good God, question. It, it's it, a good question. 50, 50 gets it. He understands that I'm, in, I'm looking for the ride or die. He's looking for the ride or die. We're on the same wavelength here. That's right. That's right. If you're not in this for real, <clears throat> don't be in it at all simple as that the only downside to 50 he definitely had it in his contract that he was on for 30 minutes and that's it for performing because he was literally on for 30 minutes on the dot which meant he left out many classics such as into club i mean i was into club with 50 cent and he didn't play into club that was kind of tragic wow and then even worse he didn't play 
Disco Inferno. That breaks my heart like you wouldn't believe. It breaks my heart too. But you know what? It was a great time. I was looking at some of the comments on the memoir page afterwards because they had this little little hype up clip of the concert. I'm going to I'm going to call it club appearance, okay? And this one dude was in the comments. He's like this was BS because 50 came out and he was only on for 30 minutes. Like I had such high expectations. This goes back to my whole spiel on expectations. Yep. Expectations are bad. Set the bar low and exceed. And the the owner commented, he's like, 50 did great for a club performance. I'm performing all these bangers and stuff like that. And then the guy replied back. He's like, oh, don't get me wrong. I had a great time. But like, it would have been nice if he played into club. But this, the whole experience with 50 just made me, he's headlining Rolling Loud in New York. And now I really want to go see him. Oh, boy. Do all the bangers. I mean, wow. 50- I didn't even realize he was like still performing. I, I thought he was like done. I didn't think so either, but he must be pushing Branson and stuff, trying to make another vitamin water type of deal. True. Could be. He's a hustler. He doesn't stop. Hustler mentality. Speaking of, should we plug his book? I actually haven't listened to it yet, slash read it. He has, he has two books, actually. Two books. They're both great. So the first is The 50th Law by him and Robert Greene. So there's a book called The 48 Laws of Power that Robert Greene wrote, and 50 really liked that book, so decided to meet up with him and team up with him, and Robert Greene vibed with 50 and 50 vibed with him so they made a book called the 50th law and it is a very very good book i'm a big fan because it's very much kind of what we're about you know pushing the comfort limits and overall the main theme of that book is that you got to live boldly to truly live how you want to live life that's kind of like the overall theme this is this book's gonna have to move up right into my uh, up next in the queue because I think I think I need that in my life right now. And then he has another book that just came out recently. It's called Hustle Harder, and it's just by Fifty. And I, by the way, I pretty much only do audiobooks right now. Hustle Harder is spoken by Fifty. I thought was is Fiftieth Law not Fiftieth Law is not except for bits and pieces, but Hustle Got Harder it. is all Fifty. Okay, it's better hearing straight from the man himself. Well, that might have to jump in my queue then. And it's that's more like day to day ways that you can hustle harder. It's dope. 50 was a hustler too, by the way. Speaking of books, I just read Rick Ross's memoir. Really? Yeah. How about all these rappers having like books and stuff? Rick Ross has a hustling book coming out pretty soon. I'm going to read that too. <laughs> it, trust me, after after this club experience, I decided I'm probably not going to venture out towards the club that often unless there's someone like a 50 Cent or a Rick Ross thrown down. Yeah, Sam texted me after, and he was like, I tell you what, dude, after being at the club sober, like, I've had enough enough of these people. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, the second 50, so after 50 finished 21 questions, he's like, that's a wrap. Back to your regular scheduled programming. <laughs> and then just went back to his bottle service area. What a savage. Vibed with some guys from G-Unit, which was also unreal. Like, there are guys wearing, like, the Massacre t-shirts. And, like, wow. It was awesome. <laughs> so... But then at, by that point, the stupid DJ went back to playing like Kygo. <laughs> yeah, that sounds about right. So uh, by that point, um, we decided it was time to go. We had a great time. Cheese wanted to hit the slots one more time. Lost the rest of his $19 that he had, which was tragic. I'm not even sure he remembers hitting the slots. We go back to the hotel. Cheese keeps telling he, me he wants to jump into the pool. I'm like, Cheese, this isn't happening. You're going to bed. Hmm. But we wake up the next morning. We're chilling in their hotel room because I got a separate one because I'm an old man and I need my peace and quiet. 
and we were all just sitting there just like looking at each other just like smirking like we just saw 50 cent like that was so dope <laughs> not gonna lie hearing about the actual 50 part of the concert kind of make because uh, the concerts like i actually i really like the live music it's just the other people you know right right yeah and i'll put it this way too like in terms of like actual concerts probably not my favorite concert i'll put it this way too because i like i said i like live music 50 of course is playing over like a dj set mm. i tell logan and i tell a lot of people this one of my favorite concerts i've been to has been outcast and i think part of the reason why is because one i love outcast as a rap duo but two they had a live band Ooh. i forgot to mention that every single time i've told people and i finally put that connection like recently because the live music combined with outcast just being dope like it was perfect com- combination like yeah no that that does sound like it would uh enhance the the concert experience because like i don't know i feel like the the club sets are always they're always like mixing stuff and like it, it can be cool but it, it was cool don't get me wrong it was a lot of fun i love 50 like i said i want to go see him at rolling loud now because it was just dope but it was like it was a great time while 50 was there dealing with all the drunk people and whatnot beforehand right. and afterhand not the best but gus and cheese had an amazing time the entire night they they're like the next day they're like that was awesome like thanks for taking us like that was fire that's good i'm happy yeah. to hear that you I, know i feel like if gus ends up going back there Maybe, maybe, just maybe I'd come out of retirement from the clubs to go with Gus because I think that would be fun. Gus is kind of on the same page as me. Like, unless there's someone big going, there's not really any reason to go to the club. It, it's just not not our scene. Yeah, no, that makes sense. So, But if it happens, I know Gus is a savage, so. Oh, yeah. If, yeah, I, I mean, I might venture to the club here and there for business reasons. You know, sometimes you got to schmooze right. with the clients. You gotta That's do right. what you gotta do. It's about it's it's a business decision, not a personal decision. You know. Apparently, Fifty was eating at the Chinese restaurant inside Encore beforehand, and we were like, "Oh, dang, we should have been a great opportunity to ask him to come on the pod." Oh yeah. Oh man, God! If I was eating Chinese food with Fifty Cent, I don't think they're. I, you just can't make that stuff up. That would that would be an electric story for the pod. I don't think I could ever do anything better than that in my entire life i think i'd peak right there yeah i i can't it's I just can't. cool because like i've liked 50 cents since i was a little kid like i loved into club back when i was like four or five like and i've always been a fan of 50 cents since then i never thought i was gonna see 50 cent in my wildest dreams like that was never part of the equation for me like i never really thought about that mm-hmm. but the opportunity was there we went on it and it was like, it's just cool, you know, listening to someone that you've listened to forever and actually seeing them in the flesh. It's cool. Yeah. No, I mean, it's like one of those things that like, like you said, you always wanted, didn't think it would happen. People, low expectations, did not expect it to happen. Opportunity arises. Boom. There it is. I'm not even sure I ever wanted it. I just didn't think it was ever going to happen. <laughs> it was never even a thought. Not even low expectations. That is called no expectations. Yeah, exactly. Take a page out of Sam's book. Keep to it. So that that was a lot of fun. Um, yeah, unfortunately, Logan was recovering from his sinus infection, but we we had a great time representing the Disco Inferno gang out there with him or without him. It was it was good. It was good. 
Yeah, I'm glad to hear that you guys had a had a good time. The boys were playing and it was it was fun. So, you know, just guys being dudes. Just guys being dudes. That's all it was. It was it was a great time. So, that's kind of all the bad behavior that I was up to while Logan was doing his bachelor party thing. But that brought us back to where we're at right now. So, we're pretty much caught up from uh, all the shenanigans that we've been up to. Nothing else crazy has been going on. We've been, uh, I've been kind of staying away from Logan to be quite honest because I don't like being sick and I've been sick way too many times in my life to count. So that's why we haven't really been recording as much lately, but we're back, baby. We are back. We got big things brewing. Like I said, Laura from Double Date Number Two, she's going to come on pretty soon. We got more double dates lined up and then we got more episodes lined up as well. We got some silly episodes where we just talk about a whole lot of nothing but it's still great conversation and then we also got myself i'm sure logan you have a couple comfort challenges that you're going to work on oh for sure i got some fun comfort challenges coming up that i can't wait to explain i haven't even done one yet but it's going to be fun and you know we got big things ahead i'm planning on pumping this podcast as much as i can for the people you're gonna see us on instagram reels on tiktok I'll probably post the long form videos of these podcasts from here on out. So you could see us in the studio in the flesh, just like 50. That's right. So aspiring to be like the man himself. Yeah. Here we are. We're just trying to, you know, do uh, something small that gets the people going. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. So you could say the disco was on fire that night. We caused the disco inferno. That's all. Yeah. I mean, let, let the fire burn. Let, let it burn, baby. Burn, baby, burn. I don't really have anything else to add from that, but... I don't either. So, with that, I say we let the listeners have their time back. Thank you so much for listening. If you ever get the chance to go see 50 Cent, go see him. But aside from that, have a good rest of your day. Peace and blessings. See you next time.